All right, welcome back to Sports Central. You just heard uh, at the end of the last segment Notre Dame coach Brian Kelly saying, hey, if there's no fans in the college football playoff games, that Notre Dame might not want to go. They're, they were going to a bowl game and families weren't able to go. Families, not, not going, we're not going to go. And he said, what's the point of it if nobody can watch? Um, well, the point is money. And uh, <laughs> so it's fascinating because Penn State is sitting here at three and five. And I've had a lot of people tell me, why would Penn State go to a bowl game? It would devalue the bowl game. What, 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 why should Penn State be able to go, even if they beat Illinois and they're four and five? Uh, well, money. Um, that's just kind of what it comes down to, is you can still get money for the Big Ten, and that money is disseminated throughout the league, and it is exposure. And if Penn State plays anybody, they're going to get three million people watch that game which is beneficial for the game and for Penn State. Parthu Padier covers Penn State football for the Center Daily Times. Want to welcome him in and get his thoughts on uh, Penn State's bowl situation. Parthu, what's going on today, buddy? How you doing? Corey, I'm doing well. Appreciate you having me on. Other than going with you. Oh, great, man. I uh, My kids have been playing out in the snow. We, we got about 10 inches here. How, mu- how much do you get where you live? Man, it's like 15 inches here in uh, in Center County and State College. I'm I'm not used to this, man. I'm from North Carolina, uh, as you know. I've not seen this much this much snow in my 23 years of life. Okay, <laughs> well, we're going to get into some of the personal stuff with Parth in a minute about how he ended up here. But since you broached, it's, I see I'm from Arkansas, so if we got an inch of snow, school was closed for two days. You being from oh, Car- Carolina, the same thing. So had you ever <laughs> had you ever been sled? Have you ever been sled riding? I have, I have. Not like traditional sled riding, but you know, you get like the the lid of a trash can, or you yeah. get the lid of a of, of a container, a plastic container, and you you find that hill on the golf course near your neighborhood or whatever, and you you sled that way. Yeah, but um, have I been sled riding with uh, you know over a foot of snow? No, I have not. Have you done it yet in the past couple of days in State College? Unfortunately, I haven't. You know, this week's kind of been a little bit busy, you know, with the early national signing day. Parth, kind of you gotta for- find a way <laughs> to get out and. Sled ride, man! It is oh it is fantastic. We we might not get a foot of snow again, Parth. You're right. You're right. I think I should find that time today after we get off the phone here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Before it almost, I've got eight year old twins, so mommy went out and made sure they had some new sleds. We've been we've been going nuts. I'm an old man, Parth. I'm 47. I got a bad back, so I still think I'm 17 going head first down these hills and and doing all this crazy stuff. So sure, it, it is it has not been good for my back this week, man. Man, I gotta get out there. Yeah, you're right. I don't know when we'll see this kind of snow again. So I gotta take advantage of that. For sure. I tell you, I'd never ridden a sled ridden till I uh, till I moved up here in 1999. All right, I want to get back to parts uh, personal life here in a, a little bit because it is an interesting story that I uh, I'd like to hear about. But I do want to ask you about Penn State's bowl situation. If Penn State wins and we expect them to, you know, and barring some crazy game against Illinois, if Penn State wins, do you expect that they will announce that they want to go to a bowl game Saturday night? Absolutely. You know, I think, you know, if they win, they're they're sitting at four and five, right? I think five and five, yeah, it's just one more win, but it looks a hell of a lot different than, you know, than being below five hundred. You know, last time Penn State was below five hundred was what, two thousand four, when they finished four and seven. I think that matters. I think James Franklin wants to avoid that scenario at all costs. Um, the players seem to want to play. You know, we heard from uh, John Dotson and Rasheed Walker um, and other guys, too, that have kind of vocalized that, you know, they want to play. They want that extra game. Um, you know, whereas other teams seem to have checked out, you know, when, when stuff's gone bad this season, Penn State has not. And I think, I think that factors into that decision. 
Yeah, there's no doubt that there could be benefits to going to a bowl game if you've won four game four games in a row and it is some exposure to finish on a high note. One thing that's interesting to me though that I've kind of thought about this the past few days is um, you need a whole football team to go to a bowl game though. And right. while I would say that yes, this football team has done a really good job of buying in when they could have folded folded up the tent and thrown in the towel at 0 and 5. They've done a good job of buying in. But what if what if a, a, a relatively decent number of players on the team don't want to go to a bowl game, you know? I mean, it's one thing for the leaders. We get to hear basically from 10, 15, 20 guys, and it's the same 20 guys. And it's one thing for those guys to all say, yeah, we want to play. But what if 20 or 30 guys don't want to go? Would they, and keep in mind, these are 18 to 22-year-old kids, would they be comfortable and confident and standing up in a room where peer pressure is an issue, where, would would they? Do you see where I'm getting at, Parth? Would we get the yeah. truth from everybody on the team if they truly would want to go to a bowl game? I think that's a great question. I mean, you're right. We hear from you know we hear from Sean Clifford, we hear from Jahan Dotson, we hear from Devin Ford, but you really don't hear from the whole team, and it's hard to kind of get a get a true estimate of you know what these guys are thinking. But, you know, I think you're right about the peer pressure aspect of it, right? Like, if Sean Clifford's in that locker room, if Jahan Dotson's in that locker room saying, hey, let's play, it's going to be hard for some of these guys who aren't starters, who aren't, you know, these kind of focal players on that team to say, no, I don't want to play. Or, right. No, they I might. To to my family for Christmas. They might want to go home. And I think that is the danger of something. When you turn things over to a vote, okay, what kind of vote would it be? Would it be everybody in the room raising their hand together? Because then, again, <laughs> If you don't have your hand raised, I, I, pardon my language here, you might get your ass kicked by somebody on that team because that's just oh, no doubt. that's just the way these things go. So, is there going to be a, a, a silent vote? Are the players going? Are the coaches going around asking asking the players today and tomorrow if they want to? I mean, I just I think that dynamic could be because you you cannot convince me that all hundred kids on that team want to go to a bowl game and would just rather keep going as opposed to going home. No, that seems doubtful. And, you know, we heard from Frank, uh, James Franklin on Tuesday, and he said that they would gauge the team's interest, you know, in that bowl game should they win Saturday night. But, yeah, that's, that's a great point that you bring up. Like, how will that vote be casted? You know, will it be casted openly, anonymously? We don't know. Um, and I think that's a, that's a really good point, for sure, that, you know, not every guy on that 100-plus man roster is going to want to play. But... Look, uh, again, this this Penn State football team, they've shown up for the last three weeks. And if they show up tomorrow, uh, and I have a hard time believing Illinois will show up, what kind of game do you expect to see? I expect Penn State to get back to his running game. You know, you saw against Michigan and Rutgers, um, that was kind of the foundation. They made the running game the focal point of the offense in those wins. They ran for, I believe, over 240 yards in each game. Uh, Kevon Lee definitely emerged, you know, with a career-high 134 rushing yards against Michigan had a big outing against Rutgers as well. They kind of went away from that against Michigan state, you know, um, which is, I guess, good for Penn state, right? Like they showed that they can win in a variety of ways. That's kind of what Franklin talks about when he says, you know, over the past seven years, they've won in a variety of ways. And now they're kind of proving that point, you know, with that win against Michigan state, they only had about 119 rushing yards, you know, against the Spartans, uh, not a great day on the ground for them, but they got the job done and they won by, you know, two possessions there. Um, I just think, you know, Illinois has been, 
has been pretty bad, you know, against the run all year. They let Northwestern run for 411 yards, I believe, last week. Um, I expect a big game from Kevon Lee and, and Devin Ford. I think that's how Penn State gets the job done on Saturday. All right. Uh, what do you expect from Illinois? If your coach is fired on a Sunday, Illinois has played played okay at times. Um, not a good team. They're two and five, but they have played better in stretches. And again, you're talking eighteen to twenty two year old kids that probably themselves want to go home and go to you know have Christmas. What do you expect from Illinois coming in here? Man, it's hard to it's hard to know what to expect from them, right? Like like you said, Lovey Smith just got fired on Sunday. Um, their best receiver, I hope I'm not butchering this kid's name, uh, Josh Imaterbebe, um, you know, just said he's he's done for the season. He's going to enter the NFL draft and not play, you know, against the Nittany Lions on Saturday. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's hard to not imagine them kind of, you know, folding it in, uh, calling it a season. Yeah, I hope I hope they don't. I hope they come out and, and give a good effort. Uh, but I, I see Penn State. I see Penn State blowing them out. I just think this is a, a, an inspired team right now, and there is something to be said for that. Yeah, the zero and five start, but look, um, they they have continued to buy in, and that is a testament to the players and the character. And we've talked about this before: the culture in that program that James Franklin has recruited these guys. I'll give the coaches credit. I, I, I tend to give the players more credit because they're the ones who have continued to buy in all this. What what do you make of the players? And just the way they over, yeah, sure, they're playing bad teams. Michigan, Rutgers, Michigan, these are not good teams. But Penn State has has stayed focused and and come out and did what they needed to do, especially the second half against Michigan State. No, it's definitely impressive. Just I mean, with everything going on in our world, like you know, I don't play college football, but it's hard for me to stay focused sometimes. It's doing my job, you know. And for these kids to give up everything, you know, we talked to talked to Shaka Tony last week. We talked to. Um, obviously, Jahan Dotson, Sean Clifford, um, you know, these guys have just been about football, you know, from the moment they stepped back on campus on June 8th, it's been football, football, football. Um, that's got to be tough. And I think obviously they deserve credit for, you know, sure, they started off 0-5, but, you know, this is the way they rallied back. And yeah, they haven't played the greatest of teams, but, you know, they're they're finding that swagger and they're finding ways to get it done. And I think, uh, you know, kudos to them for that. And definitely uh, got to give credit to the coaching staff as well for, um, for the culture they've built and um, kind of getting the guys to buy in still with, with really not much at stake here for a program like Penn State. We're talking with Parth and from the Center Daily Times. And I want to get back to how you wound up here because you <laughs> get the job at the CDT to cover Penn State football during a pandemic. And so what what is all of that like for you? You said you're 23 years old. You're from North Carolina, UNC grad. What is that like when you're planning a life, a major life move coming up to Pennsylvania for a good job, but yet you're having to deal with all of this stuff? Man, it's been crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. I got this job uh, late July, you know, started August 10th. Um, and then the very next day, I believe it was August 11th, the Big Ten canceled the season, you know, initially. So it was kind of crazy. Um, you know, obviously I, I, I knew my I knew my job was safe and all of that, but it was just kind of it was insane. You know, I, I got the job to cover football, and all of a sudden there is no football, right? Um, and then I move up here, and I'm, I'm picking picking people's brains. You know, I talked to you, Corey. I talked to um, some of my other colleagues who are older and have been on this beat for a while, and it's kind of like it's kind of like we're all on the same page here, right? Like even with people having years of experience, nobody's experienced a season like this. Nobody's had to do everything over Zoom, so. Um, 
I'm learning on the fly, just as I'm sure you and other people are learning on the fly this kind of season. What has it been like for you personally, though, having to move up here with uncertainty? Um, not only are you moving to a new state, new area, you're moving during a time when people don't, <laughs> no offense to you, people don't want to be around you. People don't want to be around anybody. They're in their homes. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what was that whole experience like? Man, that's been tough. Uh, Corey, I'm not going to lie to you. It's been it's been a struggle at times. You know, I've I've gotten here. I got here in uh, in early October, um, just before the season started, and really haven't gone many places. Kind of either you know been in the house. You know, we work from home. <laughs> uh, you know, every day of the week. The only time I've left is to go to Beaver. You know, to, to cover games there. I took the road trip to Indiana, and after that, you know, me and the paper kind of decided that it wasn't wasn't worthwhile. Um, it wasn't worth the risk rather to to travel. You know, with with the pandemic. Um, kind of worsening, so it, it's been a struggle at times. You know, I've tried to um, tried to make the most of it, obviously. Um, try to reach out to people for help when I can, um, just to have that communication. You know, it, it's tough just being in the house. You know, every single day, as as you know, also. Yeah, that's why I, I I appreciate you sharing that because look, this is a tough time for everybody, and it's tough for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And again, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm moving to a new area during all of this where you don't really know anybody because that's uh that is that's tough in its own right but hey i wish you the best luck parts is a terrific writer terrific young journalist i hope that this whole crazy experience hasn't <laughs> hasn't ruined you on central pennsylvania <laughs> and penn state football not and yeah not yet because hey look I, I, you got a bright future so hopefully you're able to find some silver lining in all this no, no doubt. It's been it's been fun. You know, I can't complain. You know, I, I just graduated from Carolina from UNC Chapel Hill, like you mentioned in May. I'm covering, uh, you know, covering a Power Five beat, I'm covering an historic program. So I really can't complain too much. <laughs> Good stuff, Parth. Appreciate the time, buddy. Enjoy your weekend, man. Hey, thanks, Corey. Hopefully, I'll get in the snow and play a little bit. <laughs> uh, absolutely, thanks, buddy. Parth Padier from the CDT.